Hello and welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending February 17th, 2023. I'm your host, Laura Bardowick, and joining us today is Director of Investment Strategies, Shay Shutria. Shay, thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. So today, Shay, I was thinking we could cover basically just economic data releases in the U.S. and Europe. And if that works for you, maybe just start from the top with the U.S. and then hop over the pond. Yeah, sure. Great. Uh, and, and let's start with the U.S., like you said. And there was a lot of information that came um, came out this week. And we'll start with the most important one for the U.S. And that was, of course, uh, the Consumer Price Inflation Report, the CPI. And there was you know, a bit of good news as well as uh, some bad news. The good news is that inflation rate continues to decelerate. The bad news is that it's just not occurring as fast as the Fed would prefer. So to go over the numbers really quickly, the annual headline inflation rate declined to 6.4% in January from 6.5% in December, while core inflation fell to 5.6% from 5.7%. So clearly there's been incremental progress. Now what drove inflation lower last month was that durable goods prices continued to decline, but the core services category that the Fed cares more about continued to increase. For instance, the core services, uh, excluding shelter, transportation, and medical, rose by 0.6% month over month, and that was higher than the 0.2% in December. So the takeaway from the inflation report is that inflation is moderating, but core services category needs to be disinflating uh, at a faster pace than it currently is. Now, we don't have time to get into all the different details about the other reports, but really quickly, retail sales for January were up uh, 3% month over month, and that was also above consensus estimates for a 1.8% gain. And producer price uh, inflation, so the producer price index, also rose by more uh, than the consensus uh, expected. So the data this week out of the U.S. was generally on the stronger side. Now, taking a step back and assessing the market reaction to the recent macro data, equity markets have been volatile, though trending down. But since the January payroll report was released two weeks ago, more interesting is that the 10-year yield is up about 40 basis points, while the two-year yield is up even more at about 55 basis points. The larger increase in the two-year yield reflects the market's more hawkish interpretation of this data and a reflection of recent Fed commentary. Fed members are expressing upside risk to the terminal rate uh, they projected in their December dot plots, and that's clearly been influencing the bond markets. Uh, Currently, markets are pricing in two additional hikes of 25 basis points each, um, which roughly aligns with our thinking. Well, great. No, uh, that's a lot of data to cover. Thanks for doing so quickly. Um, Maybe we can hop over to what's happening in Europe, maybe UK and then the broader Eurozone. In Europe overall, again, the data leans slightly hawkish. Uh, We'll start with the UK. Uh, UK inflation also came out for January, and that fell by more than expected. So inflation on a year-over-year basis was 10.1% in January, down from 10.5% in December, while core inflation, excluding food and energy, dropped to 5.8% from 6.3%. While there's clearly progress on the inflation front, it was the employment data uh, that continues to be firm with an above consensus 74,000 jobs uh, added uh, in the fourth quarter as wage growth picked up to 6.7% from 6.5% and the unemployment rate held steady at 3.7%. Now, the Bank of England at its meeting a couple of weeks back hinted that it may be getting close to the end of its rate hiking campaign. However, inflation falling but elevated and wage growth firm, uh, the markets are pricing in a 25 basis point 
a rate hike at the next policy meeting. Similarly, the eurozone labor market remains tight. The number of employed people rose by 0.4% over the fourth quarter, and that was double the expectations for a 0.2% gain, as the economy has fared better than many feared due to a milder winter, reducing energy prices. An ECB member also indicated this week that rates could increase uh, to a high of 3.5% and stay at those elevated levels for much of 2023. Keep in mind, 3.5% is 100 basis points above the current policy rate. So that's quite a hawkish signal from an ECB member. I think when we you know, assess sort of the broader narrative, um, irrespective of the region, US, UK, or Europe, it's that inflation is moderating, though not fast enough for central banks. And as economic data proves to be more resilient than as anticipated, the implication is that central banks may have a bit more work to do. Well, thanks for summarizing it all for us. It's a lot of data points. It's good to know those takeaways. And thank you so much for spending the time. Really appreciated it. Thank you all as well. We hope to see you next time and hope you have a great week in the meantime.